0: Welcome to Starting the Conversation, the podcast which uncovers what it really looks like to run a business, show up online and do your own thing. If we haven't been introduced before, hello, my name is Alice. I'm a digital marketing coach based in the UK and I'm also the host of this podcast. There's nothing I enjoy more than talking about the unspoken sides of being an entrepreneur and sitting down in conversation with others who get it. We all know how running a business and being self-employed can very often be a lonely and consuming experience. So it's my intention that these episodes bring a bit of encouragement and community to what you're doing. In today's episode, I'll be sitting down with Sophie French to pick her brains about all things mindset and goal setting as we step into a new year. So if you're ready to understand what mindset really is and learn how to not only set the right goals, but also believe you're capable of making them happen, then keep on listening. Well, welcome back to the podcast and welcome to episode number 45 of Starting the Conversation. I always say when an episode number ends in either a zero or a five, it feels like a bit of a mini milestone and something to celebrate. So claps to us for being here. Thank you for tuning in today. You may have noticed there are two new episodes in your podcast app today from this podcast itself. I just said podcast a lot. Um, There's this one that you're listening to right now which is with Sophie French and there's another live as well with Julia Day. Now you might already know what the connection is between those women but if you don't, both Sophie and Julia are guest hosts at Gather and Grow which is the workshop retreat for female entrepreneurs that I launched at the back end of last year. Gather and Grow is all about blending expertise, community and space, empowering female entrepreneurs to get to the heart of what they do and level up their businesses. The reason that I'm talking about it this week with Sophie and Julia is because they are helping me as guest hosts to facilitate the retreat and lead some workshops and this podcast is going out on Monday the 7th and tickets launch on Thursday the 10th of January so I thought what better time to get Sophie and Julia on the podcast so that you can get to know them a bit a bit I can't talk, so that you can get to know them a bit better, so they can share a bit of their expertise and you can always get a taste of what they're bringing to the retreat. In this episode you're listening to right now, I sat down with Sophie to talk all about the importance of mindset, actually breaking down how we can begin to understand mindset for ourselves... We talked about how we can set goals in the best way and Sophie really broke down how we can begin to believe that we are the ones who can make those goals happen. And we also discussed what it's looked like to transition between rest and work mode as we begin the new year. I really think this is such an important conversation for anyone to listen into who's feeling a bit overwhelmed by the kind of noise of new year, new me, or just wants to start 2019 on the best foot. Is that the phrase? best foot forward anyone who wants to start 2019 strong that's who you should listen to this episode so I'm going to let you get on with it but be sure to listen to the end to hear what Sophie's bringing to the retreat and head to the show notes at alicebenham.co.uk forward slash Sophie or just look at the description wherever you're listening to this to get connected with gather and grow and everything Sophie has mentioned in this episode I'll let you get on with it enjoy the conversation how are you doing how was your Christmas break how are you feeling for context for people we're recording this on the 4th of January so just about getting back into the work spirit I'm guessing
1: yes definitely I've just have just rolled myself (laughs) off the sofa to be here um yeah it was absolutely gorgeous thank you and yeah loved it was super chilled and definitely time to start thinking about getting
0: back into things I love it you messaged me this morning for this recording like are we doing audio or do I need to get changed <laughs> because I need to be on video and I was like that is how I feel today that is how I feel yeah. about being back at work so are you yeah, like exactly. easing yourself back into it at the moment have you like fully gone back to work I'm definitely still not quite committed to my desk yet <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm definitely more still on the sofa, still watching some Netflix or films in the background, just kind of doing admin bits, feeling like I'm on top of things before starting properly next week. But it feels really nice to actually do that rather than it being like Monday is here and we're back on it. That just feels too abrupt and just feels like the old corporate days where I just you know, it brings on that horrible feeling. It's actually to be able to ease yourself into it and it feel really nice. Yeah, we actually, Julie and I had a chat about that in the episode that we just
0: recorded that is out at the same time as this one with that actually for us, it, I almost stopped work thinking like, oh, I'm going to find it really difficult not to work and I'm going to miss work. And then the second I was in the routine of doing nothing but eat food and watch films, I was <laughs> in my element. So yeah. the thought of coming back to work, I was a bit like, Remind me why I always said that I loved what I did. Like this yeah. is not my lifestyle anymore. So it's definitely been a case of like dip your toe in it slowly, yeah. like follow my intuition as opposed to like cold turkey go for it because that feels yeah. a bit overwhelming. But how yeah. have you found it so far? Like getting back into work, is there anything that you've been a bit like, oh my gosh, that was really hard, or have you found it? Because I know it's different for everyone. Some people are excited to come back after a break. Some of us, myself included,
1: are a bit reluctant to let go of the Christmas spirit. How's yeah. that been for you? Yeah, I am definitely reluctant to let go, although because we go away like with friends at New Year's, it's kind of another Christmas. You know, usually after Christmas, you're kind of feeling like, okay, I've eaten all the food, I am ready to go, whereas we had like a second Christmas the following week, so I feel like I'm still recovering a little bit from that. Um, and yeah, so I'm still holding on to the Christmas spirit, but just easing in And that is exactly it. trying to remind myself, like, of all this excitement, all the things to come in 2019, when actually I'm like, there are still loads of things I still want to catch up on on the telly. So it's definitely that real transition, actually. But not in a, you know, it's not been awful. It's just, yeah, navigating like, oh, yeah, I've got to get back into the routine. But just kind of not trying not to be too hard on myself about it, I think is the thing.
0: Yeah, so like on top of obviously like being kind to yourself and giving yourself a bit of flexibility when, like you said, you're transitioning between two completely different lifestyles and mindsets. Yeah. Really, what does that look like for you? Like, what do you practically do or work through to actually help yourself do that? Because I know it's something that's so easy to say, you know, like oh, we're going back to work this week. But when you run the business, that can be a really hard transition, particularly when it's the whole new year, new me. Your mind is probably full of all these things that you want to achieve this year and you're still trying to figure out if you can get out of bed before 9am. Yeah. (laughs) Is there anything that you find yourself kind of working through a lot with your clients when it comes to getting that kind of work done and transitioning yourself into that right mindset?
1: Yeah. So I definitely say, I guess for me, first and foremost, I have been going to the gym and to yoga throughout the holidays so that it wasn't such like an abrupt stop and then get back into it. Mm. So actually getting back into moving and exercising this week has been really key in getting my mindset going and moving and getting back into that space. And I definitely am recommending that to clients as well because it's very interesting how we just expect to go from lying on the sofa and rolling up to the laptop and expect to feel ready to go, whereas actually I do feel there needs to be that physical change and that physical signal to our bodies and to our minds that actually this is a little bit different now and and that doesn't need to be you know you don't need to be smashing the weights on a Monday because that sounds horrendous but I definitely feel like there needs to be some differentiating between the phases in terms of yeah, getting back into your routine, whether that's even setting yourself to go for a walk every day, just really clearing your head and making physical space as well as mental space for what's to come.
0: Yeah, I love that concept. I actually love that you touched on it at the very start there about how the things that you knew would be kind of fundamental to you getting back into your routine, like going to the gym and doing yoga and those different things. Actually, you sustained those when you were on a break, which mm-hmm. I'm sure has almost keeping some form of constant between those two routines probably makes that transition a bit easier because it's less like goodbye doing nothing all day and hello, like a hundred miles per hour doing all these things. There's actually something that's constant in both of those and makes that transition feel a bit less kind of abrupt.
1: Yeah, that's definitely it. It has felt, yeah, as though it's not such a huge transition. It is a little bit of a constant that I can just sort of ease back into a little bit more so into the routine
0: Mm. and something you talk about a lot and you kind of touched on there briefly was mindset and I Mm -hmm. know for me mindset is can be for me a bit of a buzzword that I hear and I probably use it but I'm not always quite sure if I like fully understand it up until Mm. I obviously looked into it and spoke to people like yourselves and obviously got that understanding but for anyone listening who's almost like aware that okay my mindset's probably something that's important as I enter a new year as I'm thinking about intentions as I'm frankly, at any point in the year, whenever you're listening to this, in like, basic, basic terms, what is your mindset? And then maybe just tell me a bit more about what it looks like to focus on and understand it. Because I know that that's probably much easier to say than it is to do, particularly if you're not used to looking inwards and being quite self-aware in that way.
1: Mm, Yeah, brilliant question. And totally agree. I was always hearing this mindset is everything mindset is key. And I was like, what do you mean? You know, I get that, and a lot of people talk about mind over matter and that it's all in your head and all of these kind of buzz phrases, but it is very much like, okay, well, what does that mean for me? How can I start increasing and improving my mindset and how is that going to change things? So, really, the way I describe it and think about it is that the way you are thinking about yourself. the world around you what you want to achieve what you want to make happen how you think about your business in your mind essentially dictates how you act and behave so for example if you are feeling not particularly excited about what's to come in the year ahead if you haven't spent any time thinking about what you want to achieve or what's possible for you likelihood is you're going to feel like oh it's just another year and therefore you will act and behave from that place essentially you might not feel that great so you might not be sharing things online you might not be getting your creative juices flowing so actually mindset is essentially what is going on in your head how are you approaching things and therefore how are you acting and behaving and it's all all really linked together whereas if you have taken the time to let your creative juices flow to dream about what it is that you want in 2019 if you've actually taken some time to watch motivational videos or inspiration videos you know those things that make you really feel something and make yeah. you feel yeah I can bloody do this note the difference between what you are then able to go on and achieve or put out there or generally how you feel about your business from that place and you can really see the difference in how you might feel from like oh I'm rolling off the sofa to do this business again or okay I'm ready and ready to go yes that video or meditation or whatever it might be really inspired me, really made me feel ready to go get into that state. And you will approach things and that dictates how you behave in a very different way.
0: Yeah, I adore that. Because there's just nothing more like, Amazing. And actually it's a real privilege to be excited about what you do. Like I yeah. talked to friends and family who like resent their jobs or weren't excited to mm-hmm. go back to work in 2019. And I was just sat there like, what a privilege it is to like do something which makes me want to wake up in the morning. But you're yeah. so right that it doesn't always just take being excited about it. Sometimes there's something within that you've got to almost be aware of and target and always gain an awareness of in order to have that excitement and that passion, which to me, the second that you get that, your business is just completely different. The second that mm-hmm. you're behind it and you love it and you're passionate about it, the way you treat it and the way you show up in it is a completely new thing
1: in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's exactly it. And it's never just that one time where you think about, what do I want and what gets me excited? The, the mindset work, essentially, that people talk about is rem- then being able to remind yourself of that daily and keeping that up as a as a practice. Mm.
0: Is there something I'd be curious that you tend to see, whether it's with your clients or just yourself or people that you speak to, particularly at this time of year when obviously there are a lot of conversations going on about setting goals and dreaming big and you know new year new me is a very Mm. big thing whether we're talking about it in a sarcastic way or we actually mean Mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. is there anything you see that people particularly find difficult around this time of year when it comes to figuring out their mindset whether it's because of all that noise or just the fact that you know we can dream big but we don't quite know if we can do that thing
1: tell me a bit more about kind of what you see because I'd be really curious Mm, yeah definitely there's a real mixture at this time of year in particular I think there is, there's definitely a lot of overwhelm and, you know, you kind of hear all the noise and other people being like, right, I'm ready to go. It feels a lot and it just kind of makes you want to retreat and get back under the covers. Like I'm not ready yet. Mm-hmm. And I really, really see that in people and and have experienced it too. Like I know particularly a couple of years ago when I just couldn't get out of bed until February um because I was so burnt out and so just like I don't know what I'm doing that was definitely the main thing because I was looking at what everyone else is doing and I was like how are all these people feeling so raring to go and feeling so enthused about things and it it really got me down and I think that is a real struggle at this time of year and something that I think we all have to be really aware of because essentially it is just another month and it is just you know we it is, yeah, it is just another month. It is, we don't have to be thinking about our entire year ahead, which I yeah. think is the other thing that adds to the overwhelm. Like in April, we're not ever thinking, right, what am I going to do between now and next April? Mm-hmm. We're we're thinking, how am I going to create something for this month ahead or this next three months ahead? And I think that's kind of where most of the overwhelm comes from as well, thinking that we have to have our year mapped out in, a day yeah. and it just never happens there's never any other time where that is the case yeah I I, I think that's so
0: true and it's almost the second you say it, it makes so much sense but it's definitely true for some people that if you're in the right mindset and your business is at the right place actually that kind of almost permission or excuse to do that long-term thinking is amazing but like you said for many people yeah. and I've definitely been there myself if you'd forced me to sit down last January and map out the year in my business the the way my business and my personal life was I didn't know where I was going to be in two weeks time and it felt so it's so easy isn't it to get swept up in the Mm. conversation that's going on in terms of you know setting big goals and dreaming big I'd be curious to know what does it look like in your business in terms of like is that something you do at the start of the year is that something that you just naturally have as a habit throughout the year how do you Mm. kind of approach almost that intention setting time
1: yeah, so it's actually something that I do in a November of the previous year because I would find okay. to do it now amongst all the noise and when everyone else is kind of on it, I would find that a lot. Whereas in November, there's like I can see what's happened in my year behind. It's not that messy Christmas, January, weird time where actually we are filled on Baileys and truffles and we're probably not feeling ready and wearing to go. So It's something that I do in November to look at the year ahead. But of course, also now I am planning out what the year ahead looks like. And actually, that's in terms of kind of the bigger, where do I want to be this time next year? What are some of the intentions I have for myself? And then making sure that I'm not overwhelming myself by going, okay, well, let's look at the first quarter of the year then how do I move myself towards that what is the main focus for this to move me towards some of my bigger goals for the whole year Um, and I generally set out four key goals for the year and that's in personal life and business life and then I break those down into okay first quarter what is one of those goals that I want to achieve now.
0: Oh my gosh we are actually the same like I literally recorded the last week's podcast episode and it was like I set three for business three for personal and then every quarter break those down because nice. it's so yeah. easy isn't it to look at like a whole year intention for example it could be you know i want to launch an event that's mm-hmm. like a huge thing to do there's so many subtasks within that that yeah. it can be almost like paralyzingly big to set these uh-huh. big goals and then be like oh my gosh i don't really know how to do that and i guess yeah. on top of the practical side I know something that you do a lot of is actually empowering people to know that they are capable of being the person that can have that goal because it's yeah. I mean I, I don't say it's easy but anyone can sit down and say I want to do this but mm-hmm. not anyone can believe that actually they are the person that can make that happen mm-hmm. and I know that's something you work with people a lot and see a lot have you got any I guess tips or advice for people who are at this time of year are doing that big goal setting but the moment they see that goal are going oh, oh, I don't think I can do that. That's not for me. I'm not capable and almost
1: close the book. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So something that I explore with clients, particularly in terms of, you know, as you say, yes, it can be really easy for us to dream and go, well, I know what I want. It's this huge thing. But the the trick is, but how the hell am I going to get there? And therefore, I don't think I'll bother or it feels too scary or too big something that I work through with clients around this is called the Disney process which is what Walt Disney kind of had within the Disney process of when they're bringing ideas to the table so they have like three sections of people essentially so they have the big dreamers to begin with so I'll I'll ask clients to to really think about their big dreams, to really go there without letting any room for the inner critic, the doubt to come in. Like that is parked for now. So what are all the big dreams? Really allowing yourself to go there. What does that look like? What does that feel like when you are living the life that you want? You know, what does your dream week look like? A dream month in your life or business? Really allowing yourself to explore that. And Mm. then... You can move it through to the inner critic, to the person that is, you know, the voices that say, well, you can't do that because this, how is this going to happen, or you're not good enough, etc." All those lovely things that we like <laughs> to tell ourselves. So then we look through there and, and actually ask, well, what are the voices that are coming up? What are the things that are telling me? That I can't do this, and actually spend some time in analysis of these voices, of these words and doubts, and look at right. Well, is this true? It can I be absolutely hundred percent sure that that's true? That I can't do it? And generally, when we take time to analyze it, no, of course not. And actually, really looking and exploring, where is that doubt coming from? What might I have done in the past that's similar to this that actually proves to myself i can do this what are examples of other people that have been able to do this and just really taking a little bit of time to not allow those doubts to to shut things down but to to speak to them to essentially have a conversation with them and be like where is this coming from what is going on so that you can open up that dialogue with yourself and start to knock some of them down and to really Get in there and get personal with what is coming up. What are the things that are going on? Because none of them are actually true. They can't be because likelihood is the thing that you want to do has been done before. So there is absolutely no way that you can't do it. So really just taking the time to explore those rather than letting them take the power and take hold. Mm. And then the third step is in the process is moving it on to the logistical people and the people that make the thing happens. So then it's exploring, okay, well, let's imagine that I have this big dream. Let's imagine that I don't have any doubts because I will have worked through them. How would I make this happen in an ideal world without the doubts, without the, even the dreaming? What are the logistics? What would I need to put in place? So exactly as you say, breaking it down into those subtasks of, well, what would need to happen? how do I bring this to life? What are some of the steps that I would need to take? And then from there, you have this really clear and practical way of working through what would need to happen to bring your dreams to life. And then it starts becoming more realistic, it starts becoming more, okay, that's not actually that big, or That's not actually as terrifying as I first thought. And actually, I think I can do this. And here are the steps. So it's not overwhelming. You've broken it down. And you've allowed your dream to kind of move through that process. So it's not this big lofty thing. And then a freak out of how do I make this happen? Well, here are the steps. Oh, my gosh,
0: I absolutely love that. It's so refreshing to hear it almost broken down into quite a logical set of steps. Because I think very often, like, goal setting can feel quite whimsical and like fluffy and it's like what does that actually look like though or people talk about mindset or getting your brain in gear and I'm like but how do I actually do that like what's the process I'm so glad you've almost broken that down is there somewhere that I can link to where you've talked about that more because I'm sure a lot of people would want to see it on paper or kind of actually practically read through the
1: different stages you've just explained yeah definitely I I think I have it somewhere on my Instagram highlights and I definitely have it as a post so Fab. we'll be just link to those somewhere.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so amazing. So how do you find as you step into a new year? And like you said, I love that you do your goal setting in November of the last year, kind of free of all the noise and free wow. of all the kind of busyness of everything going on. Do you find that makes you a lot calmer now as you're entering back mm-hmm. into work? You're almost your only priority at the moment is to get back into work as opposed to get back into work while setting big goals and imagining the year ahead. Do you find that's kind of a benefit of doing it in advance which is definitely something I'm going to try and adopt this year because I definitely found it a bit overwhelming.
1: Yeah it's a lot for sure and a hundred percent I feel completely calm I know exactly already what is coming up what is you know, what I am working towards, what I'm focusing on. And that came from a very excited me back in November, very open to exploring big dreams, very energized and very ready and raring to go. So I don't actually have to rely on pulling on that resource when, you know, perhaps on the 4th of January, I know that I'm not going to be feeling that way because I've been drinking and eating for two weeks. It would be mad for any of us to actually think we're going to be jumping up out of bed ready to do all the things and to, to be completely on it and on fire yeah so 100% doing it in advance before the noise kicks in and and even actually saying I'm going to start it in February you know if you happen to have missed November or December actually I'm just going to focus in January on looking at on getting back into work and on feeling into what that's like and then I'm going to plan my big goals for the year from February when I am feeling ready to go mm. and I guess doing it differently just doing what works for you and and not feeling that need to to cave under the pressure because it's really noisy really it uncomfortable is. so for anyone who's
0: listening to this and they're kind of really resonating when we're talking about being quite surrounded by the noise at this time of year and maybe finding it difficult to either get their mind in gear in terms of you know considering their mindset or just to set some goals and almost like you've almost already discussed believing that they're the one that can make that happen do you have kind of any practical tips for people who are in that position and are, haven't done their kind of goal setting in advance do want to do it right now but are feeling a bit overwhelmed by it how can people approach that in a way that they're setting the right goals for them and are also I guess believing that those goals are something that they can achieve I know you probably can't sum this up in two or three minutes, but.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I can give it a good go. Um, Yes. So I would definitely say step away from the noise. You know, if you've been off for a couple of weeks over Christmas, another week or so is not going to do any harm. So just really being very mindful about what you're consuming because you're much more able to be creative, to to be intuitive, to think about what you actually want and to not subscribe to the noise of other people, strangers on the internet, what they yeah. want. So definitely just taking that time to to tune in with you and to not be um, kind of swamped by what everyone else is up to. And, and And also with that, you know, if you haven't set out your goals or you don't really know your purpose for being out there yet it's kind of like well there's no need to be so just take it back and and chill like this is really important to think about yourself and then an exercise that I absolutely love to do that kind of hits on all the points I was talking about at the beginning about dreaming and getting into a an emotional state in terms of not an emotional wreck kind of state but bringing up your confidence getting yourself excited mm. is to write a paragraph in the present tense positive tense of where you would like to be, what you would like to have going on this time in a year. So let's say the 4th of January 2020, which kind of seems mad and even more overwhelming to think, well, I'm planning for next year. But actually writing a paragraph that says, this is how I'm waking up today today this is what's going on in my life. This is what I can see around me. This is how my business looks. This is how I'm feeling. Because then you get a very clear and very personal picture of the things that you want in your life. And it's really beautiful to write this in a kind of stream of consciousness way and just see what comes up. See what feels exciting to you, what you'd really like. Because actually this just brings you to the core and to the crux of how you want to feel what that looks like, the kinds of things that you want to be doing, you know, what kind of podcasts might you want to be invited to or events have you got coming up? And it's just a really powerful way to allow yourself that space to dream and to create what you want. And doing it in a year's time is like, okay, cool, no pressure. I've got a whole year in which to do that so I can dream a bit bigger and feel a bit braver. And then from there where you've got that paragraph – You can then kind of look over it and see, well, what are the key things that have come up here? You know, maybe it's buying a new house. Maybe that came up. Maybe it's um, getting a sausage dog or whatever (laughs) it might be. The things that you're like, I'm making up with my sausage dog licking my face, you know, and then you're like, oh, okay, cool. So picking out then some of those those bigger goals that feel really substantial feel really exciting to you give you that kind of feeling of oh my god if that were to happen that would be amazing picking those out then as your goals because then again they're very personal to you they are exactly perfect for you they are not based on what other people want or think you should want and and even things with like income goals how much do you want to be earning what does that look like how much have you got in the bank and really allowing yourself that space to pull those out from there yeah thank you so much for sharing that I feel like I was just sat there like yes I'm gonna do all of these things yeah, this is so definitely do it yeah and, it is so great to to get into that space and and again like into that mindset of oh yeah this is what I want as a reminder yeah
0: and it's almost so exciting the moment that you give yourself that space to think long-term and big picture it's like I can dream up whatever I want, like, as much as I almost don't like the phrase, like, if you dream it, you can do it, because I think there's a lot between those two states of hard work and risk and whatever else, but I love the concept of, like, when you're on your own business, you can literally decide whatever your goal is to be, and if you put the right things in place, then that goal is then going to happen, and I just think that's, like, (laughs) the most exciting thing. Um, I'd love to know if you would share, like, one of your intentions or goals or Um, I guess just things coming up in 2019 that you've you set when you're in November that you're really excited for or you're beginning to see a real kind of traction within that's making you excited
1: yeah definitely so one of the things for me is actually being more part of a team which sounds a little bit weird as a someone who works on her own you know a a sole trader self-employed has my own company and it's kind of just me and and a couple of team members but actually more of those collaborations group settings really doing things as part of a project as part of a team being around people like-minded people you know the the women especially who are just killing it and and who I you know, really get along with already bringing more of that to the table is one of my intentions for the year. So just really though, you know, like the gather and grow retreat, for example, is just, that's why, of course, I knew that was an absolute hell yes for me, because that absolutely aligns with being part of a team and and really providing such value and such amazing work as part of that. Mm. And and that's also really important in having that intention, you know, I don't actually, it's not a um, a strict goal necessarily that I'll know when, yes, I've done that, I've been part of a team. But actually, I will, because even if that was just one opportunity, I would know, yes, I've done more of that this year. Yeah. I love that as a goal though
0: I think it's really nice when you work for yourself I definitely had the same experience like a couple of years in realizing like oh even though this job is about working for myself it doesn't mean working by myself
1: yeah there's so
0: much like joy and power that happens when we connect with each other whether that's just as friends and support systems or whether like you said it's doing projects together and working together like I've just found the most even if it's you know like hiring someone to work with you and take on your admin like just something really exciting happens when you make something bigger than yourself and that was actually one of the ones that I wrote down so we're sharing things this year and I'm very glad because you've made a perfect segue in Gather and Grow in there. You know what we were going for. That was a perfect transition. <laughs> um, so obviously this episode is coming out on the same day as another episode with Julia, which is not a coincidence because as many people probably already know, because I've badgered on about it for the last two months. Um, mm. You and Julia are guest hosts on Gather and Grow, which is the workshop retreat for female entrepreneurs that was launched back in December. Yeah, I'm so excited. The day that this podcast goes out, actually, it's launching in three days, which is crazy. <laughs> Get there. I know. So I'm kind cool. of like what crazy person decides to launch something when everyone's just getting back after a Christmas break. But Hey, oh, it's if that's not a way to get yourself back at the deep end, I don't know what is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm so excited to have you board. You and Julie are going to be there for the whole retreat to lead some workshops and just guide us through, uh, not us, me included. I am also guiding, but guide, I don't know what to call them, delegates, women, people that are coming, entrepreneurs, yeah. amazing people through yeah. this work. So I'd love if you talked a little bit at the end here about what you're bringing to the retreat. So you're leading two workshops actually quite similar to what we talked about in this episode. So tell me a bit more yeah. about that. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yes, I'm so excited too. May literally cannot come quick enough. Although, of course, we don't want to wish the amazing year away, <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be fab. Um yeah, so my first w- workshop is going to be absolutely as we've touched on in the episode thinking about your vision, thinking about the dreams that you have what you really want for your business and for what's ahead making sure it's really intentional to you so that you because you will be in a space where you're not drowned out by other people's noise and other people's wants you'll actually have a lot of time and space to think about what that really is and also in there looking at that inner critic voice that comes up the self-doubt the the mean voices that them can sort of crush our dreams or stop us from pursuing the things that we want. So we'll be really exploring those from a neuroscience kind of a way, but it will be really fun and not science. You're boring. I promise. Um, <laughs> I so it'll really be really Yeah. From from that kind of space to really explore what what goes on in your brain. Why are you having these certain thoughts? And actually, how none of them are true. And you get to choose and control how you think, what you're thinking about and, and how you can use that to help you on your quest for greatness.
0: Ah, oh, I'm so, so glad to have you on board because so much of what you share, I think is so spot on for us as female business owners and what we kind of need in terms of giving ourselves that space to really work on our mindset and our confidence and our goal setting. So like you said, yeah. May cannot come soon. I'm so excited to have you on board. Is there anything else you're up to this year that you're like, That is so exciting. That makes me really excited about 2019. Even something you're doing for yourself. Yeah, it's really
1: exciting. Well, um, so we, yeah, it's kind of not business related. It's like a little side on second business, but um, we have our property on Airbnb. So we rent out when we travel and we're actually looking into getting a second property this year that we can live in and then rent ours out full time, which just feels so Sophie, you're like a proper adult. Oh my God, I know. That's like an it's like, adult thing to do. Yeah, it's one of those really scary, exciting, like you could probably hear it in my voice that I have got those demons that are like um, telling me all the things. But yeah, it's, a, it's something that I'm so excited and terrified about. Um, but I often think that those are the best ways when you feel both of those things at the same time. It's like, well, then go for it. Yeah, I yeah, think
0: that's so certain. I can't wait to see more of that this year. Okay. I'll come and stay in your Airbnb, if that's oh, not absolutely. weird. Oh, absolutely. an Airbnb. Yeah. yeah. It's like my favourite thing. We're actually staying in an Airbnb for the retreat. So are
1: you, you sure? are just an advocate
0: of Airbnbs in every way.
1: Totally <laughs> am, yeah. It's the
0: for that. Oh, well, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been really fun and so nice to have you on the podcast. Thank you. It's been so lovely to chat.